Your medals are held in the form of physical coins and bars in a private depository under your name and on your behalf. Simply visit brighteonmetals.com today. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your financial security. Shouldn't you at least look into it? Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals, in business since 1976. Visit brighteonmetals.com today. The count. And the good Sheriff Richard Mack back on your TV and radio. Sheriff, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you much, Sam. It's great to be with you on Liberty Roundtable and, of course, the Sheriff Mack Show on Brighteon TV. We appreciate all the work that Hunter and everybody does at Brighteon TV to make this show happen. Good morning to you, too, Sam, and good morning, everybody. This is the Sheriff Mack Show, and we're so grateful to live in America at such, wow, at such historic times. <laughs> Amen to that. Oh, Speaking of historic times, your court case, sir, should set yes. future historical precedents. That is correct. And the quote of the day, again, uh, we've used this one before. We'll probably repeat several of them as we go through the show because this is every week. Uh, and... This one is, quote, but the Constitution protects us from our own best intentions, dot, 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 and the crisis of the day. Uh, Sam, if there was anything more pertinent to the last two weeks or the last three years in our country, it is exactly that quote. Folks, every one of you should be carrying those pocket-sized uh, pocket uh, reviews of the case with you everywhere so you can show public officials, sheriffs, and anyone else who doubts what the Constitution's purpose is. And so, again, go to CSPOA.org, become a member of the CSPOA, and uh, our one of our key sponsors on uh, CSPOA.org is Numana Foods, and that's where I get my food storage. It's organic foods. Uh, I know the company extremely well. I've worked with them for years. Go to uh, CSPOA.org and check on uh, the Numana link there and get your food storage uh, going right away, folks. The handwriting's on the wall. What's coming are worldwide food shortages. Don't wait until it's too late. Uh, and so there's my commercial message for the day, Sam. Thanks so much for being with us. And what do we have going on on the Sheriff Mac show today? Well, a couple of things I wanted to mention, uh, in addition to the quote you talked about, you just sent out, uh, if everybody knows, if you go to CSPOA.org, you can get on the Sheriff Mac email list. And when they're on that email list, you send out, uh, webinars and information that's helpful. One of the things that you sent out just two days ago that I saw that I really liked, the headline just said, not our boss. 
Yeah. And that's really from your court case too, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, now, of course, uh, Scalia didn't use that language, but that's what I use because I, I, I'm a simpler guy than Scalia was. But it says that state legislatures are not subject to federal direction. Well, if the state legislatures are not subject to federal direction, that means the states are not subject to federal direction. That means that state uh, and county and city legislatures, so city councils, county commissioners, uh, county commissions, they are not subject to federal direction. But what has the federal government done over the past 50 to 100 years, maybe 50 to 75 years, maybe since the beginning of the IRS and the uh, Federal Reserve back in 1913, 2013, wouldn't that be some, 1913 when they were first started, um, it, it, we're not subject to federal direction. And so since then, they have started this uh, bribe system called grants, and they come in, the federal government comes in and steals uh, the money from the states and from the people, and then they take it and they say, now, if you do what we say, we'll send you back some of this for your schools or your police departments, or your sheriff's offices, and so, uh, or we'll we'll start welfare programs for the poor in your state and counties and cities, and so this is how they do it and get us involved uh, with them and being uh, beggars, groveling to the federal government. Please take care of us with the money that you stole from us. And Sam, let's let's be real clear here. No one has a right. To, to take money from someone else and to make a living. No one in this country, no one in the world has a God-given right or any other kind of right granted by government or any other. No one has the right to take money from the government or from my neighbor or from anyone. No one has that right. Yet this is what has happened to our country and most countries in the world that they feel that they must steal money from the masses and give it to those less fortunate and so that they can uh, have a living off those who work. No good. No. And I know I said a mouthful there, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Nobody. Uh, but yet it's happening consistently, right? All the time, all the time. And, and it's, it's just a, an amazing brainwashing of the world population and of the American people that we have some sort of um, moral duty. Maybe, maybe there's a moral duty, but we have no uh, obligation whatsoever, moral, religious, or, or governmental, uh, to uh, give our money uh, to the government so they can uh, distribute it among people who are less fortunate. Absolutely absurd, Sam. Uh, it's completely contrary uh, to the principle of uh, liberty that we were all born with, that we have the right to control the fruits of our labors. Amen we to that. We have that right, not government. Amen to that right. All right, I guess Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbright are in court. Uh, not this very second, but I know in October the 7th or whatever, there was a big court battle. 
and the judge wasn't having any of it. He was a Reagan-appointed judge, and he's basically talking to the attorneys for True the Vote and others. And he says, hey, I want to know the name of the person who helped you get this information on Connex uh, or Connect, whatever you want to call this company. And uh, they were, didn't want to give it, didn't want to give it. Finally, the George judge forced them to give it. But what's interesting is I read all these headlines and these stories about how True the Vote's dishonest, about how True the Vote makes up, uh, you know, the big lie of Donald Trump, and they go on and on and on and on about that. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they uh, basically trash True the Vote and Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht. And when you read the whole two-thirds of the stories that I'm seeing, it's just Greg and Catherine are just circumspect, peddling the big lie, conspiracy theorists, theorists and everything else. And then when you get to the very bottom of the story, here's what it says. Listen to this, because it really tells the tale of the mainstream press on this, Sheriff. And it relates to our guest coming up in a second in a way as well. But here it is. Way deep down in the story, it says this. Today's hearing was overshadowed by this week's unexpected arrest of Connick's CEO, Gene Yu, by local police in Michigan, acting on behalf of Los Angeles County District Attorneys. The county sought using extradition to California as part of the investigation into the possible theft of personal identifying information of poll workers. That's according to a press release by the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office. Then they say you was released and then expected in court in Los Angeles next week. The Los Angeles County attorneys are alleging that poll worker data was being improperly stored on Chinese servers in violation of the county's contract with the company. Now, here's what's interesting. You trash Catherine and those guys forever about this. You then drag through the mud that they're in court and that they don't want to give up the name of their source. Then they finally give up the name of the source to the judge. And then at the bottom of the story, you tell me, oh, this is overshadowed by the unfortunate arrest of this criminal. And uh, now they're asserting that this client has been wrongfully arrested. But this isn't Catherine. This isn't Greg. This is a Los Angeles County District Attorney who has so much authority in this case because of the fraudulent activity that's been exposed that Michigan was forced through extradition to bring this guy to Los Angeles. Can you hear me Um, okay? Think about that. And what does that have to do with Greg? So why trash Greg and Catherine for the first two-thirds of the story and then be like, oh, yeah, it's overshadowed by this unfortunate arrest of this and they make it out like that's the good guy the the main press is off their rock crazy what you need to say the shout of the headlines is we thought greg and Catherine were crazy but now they've been vindicated right Mm -hmm. you would think so you would think so and i think our guest is on all right (laughs) tina peters colorado uh, she is a what county recorder uh, and a um, I don't know what you call it. Basically, a processor, county recorder, clerk, and recorder is what they call it. Uh, welcome to Liberty or to the Sheriff Mack Show and Liberty Roundtable Live. Good morning. Yes, thank you for having Hi, me. Tina. On. Hi there. Well, thanks for being Hi, here. Sure thank you so man. much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, well, right, let me make we sure. Get started is the best website for you. Tina Peters for Colorado.com. That's correct. Perfect. And was Tina that correct Peters that Sam said? That, are you still county recorder? 
I am the county clerk and recorder. However, they kicked Jenna Griswold, uh, kicked me out of my office. She, she sent a, a memorandum for me to sign early on and that said I had to recount, renounce, and repudiate what I said on Facebook Live that these machines need to be more transparent to the people and we need to prevent them from what they're doing. And when I wouldn't sign that, it was a long memorandum that I would have someone in my office all the time. I couldn't go into elections without without my director with me and so on and so forth. When I wouldn't sign it, she took it to a judge and the judge removed me from office, which is illegal, as you know. The only way you can remove an elected official is by a recall. Anyone that's elected by the people has to be taken Hold on, not, out. By not the when people. they take you to God, Tina. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's these beyond judges literally. These judges literally think they're God, Tina. In this case, I just gave you the example of Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht have an attorney in court for them, and they demanded they yes. give the name of the Connex. High source. They said, no, we don't want to give it. It'll put people in jeopardy. The judge demanded it. They finally ripped off a piece of paper and went and handed it to somebody. There's the name. No, that's not good enough. You have to say the name out loud in court. So this whole document, this whole news article comes out and they trash Greg and Catherine for the first two thirds of the article. And then at the end of the article, they say, but this court case was overshadowed by the unfortunate arrest of this, um, Mr. Yu, uh, the Connex guy who was extradited from Michigan to California per law. So these guys are ready really to say, to, to throw Catherine and Greg under the bus, even though they've been vindicated. If you want to know if there's Chinese data on servers or uh, data on Chinese servers, um, ask California. You don't need to bother Greg and, and Catherine anymore. They brought it forward. Uh, but now we have evidence elsewhere. And all they can say is, oh, this is overshadowed by a misfortunate arrest. What? What are you talking about? It's crazy. <laughs> the reason I bring this up and highlight this for you, Tina, is they're doing the same thing to you in the media, aren't they? They absolutely are. And just about Connick, we already know there's three counties in Colorado, uh, and we're finding more that are using Connick software. So, you know, you, and then on top of that, you have, you might have seen it in the news, uh, and I spoke on this about a week and a half ago, that the Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold, uh, the same one that deleted 29,000 election records off of my the Mesa County server, uh, election server, and who has 36 wireless devices in the Mesa County server, and also is uh, flipping votes, and we can prove it uh, on the Mesa County server. The, the sa- very same one sent out 30,000 mailings to unregistered, ineligible voters. And then, oh. That was just a little mistake, though, Tina. That was just a little mistake. Oh, yeah. Oops. And then I guess I'll send out another another round of mailers to tell them now they can't vote. You know, it is beyond. The floodgates are open. We are finding so much stuff. And you're right. They're going after the people who would normally be be heralded as, you know, patriots. Well, we are patriots, but normally be heralded as as whistleblowers. And thank you so much that you're exposing uh, people that are taking over our country. But instead, 
they are, we're being persecuted and we're being persecuted by the same people or the very people that we should be able to go to, to get help. That's the role of the government. The role of the government is to protect the people. And I know I'm, 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 I'm preaching to the choir with that one, but you know, in my town, the, the uh, sheriff, and that's why to me, sheriffs are so important. And Sheriff Mack, what you are doing with, with the Constitutional Sheriff and Peace Officers Association and all the rest of the sheriffs that are involved in this is so important because, you know, my sheriff said that publicly to someone that he serves at the pleasure of the DA. And the DA is the one persecuting me, letting a man go off, go, go off on probation for 26 pounds of fentanyl. Enough to kill half the United States, but no, they're they're un, they've unleashed all their resources, uh, statewide, local, statewide, and federally to go after me. And now we are uh, faced with a federal uh, grand jury. It's already been picked on the on the actual questionnaire for the federal grand jury that they sent out to potential jurors. jurors it says something to the effect, and I, I need to pull it up, but it, it, the question is, do you feel that it's important to, uh, to prosecute, uh, people for election crimes? And if so, why? Now, what kind of jurors do you think that they're going to get to be on, or that they've gotten to be on this grand jury that Mike, uh, that Mike Lindell and Dr. Doug Frank and I are going to be, uh, you know, are, are going to have to face here in on the federal level. So it's unhinged. And the other thing that I would say is there was a there was an article a while back. It's been several months now that George Soros has funded, and they have proven that he is funded by their campaign uh, finance reports. Seventy five right. prosecutors. So. You know, we're, we're fighting a machine that maybe, is, maybe, uh, this maybe, maybe, uh, your sheriff reports to one of those, uh, prosecutors, uh, that was, uh, paid for by George Soros. Uh, I've never, I, you know, it, it never ceases to amaze me the excuses and the ignorance of some of our sheriffs that have absolutely no clue about their own job. <laughs> That's right. Uh, That's yeah. right. So, so the so your your county attorney can fire uh, at will uh, your sheriff who was elected by four and of the people who was appointed by the people, and and yet he has to report to the county attorney. He reports to the people. You can let him know. We have training about that. He might want to come to the training sometime so that he can know that he does not report to the county attorney. He reports to the American people within his county. And by the way, if yes. that's not true, then my question is, why doesn't he just go make his pitch before the county attorney uh, before the uh, vote? Why do we even do a vote if he's accountable to the county attorney um, right. and he serves at the pleasure of the county attorney? Then why did he go of before the, the people and ask for their vote? He serves at the pleasure of the DA, the district attorney. Well, and, you know, now no. they're even in these in these races – now they're even going after the uh, uh, the the positions. Well, any first America uh, uh, candidate, but the coroner and who can who is the only one that can arrest the sheriff? 
corner. That's right. Mm -hmm. And they are putting in people uh, in the corners positions that they that are selected. So that's why the movie is so important for people to get out <laughs> to send it to all their their um, uh, you know friends and family because it it explains what's happening and how they're doing it. Now, what, uh, what we're talking about, ladies watch? and gentlemen, is the Selection Code movie. It's available at yeah. selectioncode.com. And then we're going to go ahead and play the trailer for that when we come back from the break here in a few minutes. Uh, but it's at selectioncode.com, right, Tina? Yes, that's correct. Now, and also something that we need to discuss when we get back is – You've you've really been through this. I mean, you've had uh, investigations. You've been arrested. Uh, it, it, it's just it, kicked out of your own office. Uh, you, you should have lawsuits uh, going against so many people. And you, I want to be next to you because I want to be in your will. Because you should be like the, the richest person in the world here very soon because of all the things that have happened to you. Uh, all the attacks, the stupid arrests. Uh, but there was something that happened, and, and you, you, there was some sort of audit and, and a, uh, an examination of the vote. And can you explain that? I know we're going to need more time after the hard break here in just a minute. But what was that? What happened when they audited the, the vote in your county? Well, the, so in January – uh, of this year, I decided to go ahead and run again for the Mesa County Clerk and Recorder. One month later, after after Joe, the Joe Biden administration refused to again release the J. Alex Halderman report, that he, he they've been he's a, he's a Democrat professor that since 2007 has been has been you know showing his his um, students how the machines can be hacked. And he, uh, in 2017, he went before the Senate Judiciary Committee to tell them, to warn them for the upcoming 2016 election. And they would not listen. Um, and, and so when we come back, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the rest of that story. But he, um, on we'll do it all in seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight. You got to ask yourself, what is the role of the feds in the elections as well? Because now the feds are trying to get involved in all the elections. They want to make sure they're fair and honest and open, right? Do you trust the feds? Ah. Tina Peters in second. <laughs> Easily converts your AR rifle to bolt action, allowing you to keep the rifle you love in assault weapon jurisdictions. The Cali Key is a true fast drop-in solution. No permanent changes to your rifle. Import, transport, own, and have fun with your AR. Why the Cali Key? Because a bolt action is not an assault weapon. Stay future ready from gun bans with the Cali Key. The Cali Key also lets you quickly and easily build your ideal hunting rifle, lets you build a quiet and suppressed rifle, and benefits your long-range precision shooting. Available now at CaliKey.com with free shipping sat123.com they have put together a really incredible package emergency backup communication systems power systems we've got sat phones we've got uh, solar panels and also the big 400 watt solar panel behind us there and why does this matter because of course right now we are dealing with massive risk of blackouts and the power grid is just failing you know intermittently but it's going to get worse because we've also got energy shortages Think about the lack of coal power, the diesel problems that are happening right now. If you're in the military, 
or the National Guard or Border Patrol or law enforcement and you need to be able to function even when the power grid goes down, or maybe you're a first responder, rescue team, firefighter, paramedic, you name it, you need to know about this equipment. So SAT123.com, folks. This was made possible by Brighteon.com. After being deplatformed by YouTube, I built Brighteon.com so that we can speak. All voices of dissent are welcome. Join Brighteon.com now. Post your videos today and start building an audience there where you will not be censored. Brighteon.com. Hi, everybody. Doug Billings from the right side with Doug Billings. Don't forget, Brighty on TV, the place to find everything that you want, including these two ladies. Holy moly, look at me. You think that God's not involved in this? you got another thing coming. It's a God thing, ladies and gentlemen. Join us. We love you guys on Brighty on TV, Resistance Chicks, and Doug Billings. The world... All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Tina Peters with us. Tina Peters for Colorado.com. She was saying she was running to be the recorder and clerk once again. That was her story. She's in the middle of it. Tina? Well, when when the Joe Biden administration decided to, again, quash the information that Democrat professor J. Alex Halderman wanted to put out about how easily they that him and his students at the university had hacked the the machines, uh, the Dominion voting machines, and, and it's not just Dominion, ESNS, Heart, all of them. Uh, as long as they are uh, a computer, they can be hacked, and they quashed it again. That was February twelfth, February fourteenth on Valentine's Day. When I saw, when I realized that it was it was Pam Anderson who is the secretary. And one of the directors are for Center for Tech and Civic Life. For those that, that, that don't know about CTCL's role in the election of 2020, Mark Zuckerberg funneled $470 million through that organization that prior to that had only done at the most a million dollars a year. Funneled $470 million through that. She is their secretary. If you go on the website, uh, centerfortechandciviclife.org, and was one of the directors. She was running on the Republican primary. Also, a Obama appointed a our Obama appointed AG in Colorado on his board was another man, Mike O'Donnell, who was running for Secretary of State. And I said, I'm the only one that can do this. So I stepped up. I said, uh, I, I'm the only one that can can save Colorado and expose this for the whole United States. And they, my attorney says, you cannot do this. And I said, why not? They said, because they will kill you. And I said, you know what? I said, I'm a cancer survivor. I've lost my son. And, um, you know, what else can anyone do to me? You know, you have to look at what can man do to you. You know, it's God you right. should fear. When God calls you to do something, you do it, right? Because I had a whole list of cons and on one side of the paper and one pro. And that was God. God called me to do it. So uh, Mike Lindell told me, he says, Tina, if you win, that's great. If you don't, it'll expose more. Well, sure enough, on election night, now I was 
in four months, I had raised more. These people had been running for a while. I'd raised more than all of them combined. I had 47% of the vote, of the vote according to the polls. And so I was, uh, I mean, I, the, even the mainstream media knew that I was going to be the, the winner. They had already moved on to how I was going to, uh, how was I was going Secretary to be State, General Griswold. Right? First Secretary you, of State, you. yes. And yes. so they were, um, they were, you know, just as shocked as I was on election night when they did what I call a Mesa, Mesa County report number three. And that is where the ballots go in. They, they go into one database and then they are switched. Uh, there, there's an image taken of them, and then they are sent right. over to a second database. The reason we know that the images have been changed is because they don't contain the identifier, the Shaw file, that says this is the same image that we're transferring from database number one to database number two. And you have to watch the movie because they go into it. But... So I went ahead lawfully and wait 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 tell everybody how we can watch that movie real quick and then go on with your story. Go to selectioncode.com and this movie uh it's it has it has uh humor, it has drama and it has um facts that you can give okay, so to after anyone. you go to selection after you go to selectioncode.com do you have to do anything do you have to pay for it what what do you have to do no this is a There's free a button movie and you click my, the button and you can watch it yes Michael and we tried to yeah everybody should I, watch it I tried it. to do that we once, tried. but anyway okay that's good to know thank you keep hey, going sheriff hold on sheriff when did you try to do that it, it, it was about a month ago, maybe longer. Why don't you go try it right now, and we'll watch the trailer in the meantime, then we'll come back to Tina. No, I don't want to leave here's it. The Local criminal investigation. Okay, here's the trailer. Mason County Clerk Tina Peters alleged voting machine security breaches continues. If I asked you this question before the 2020 election, are these voting machines secure? I would have said yes. And after the election, I would have said yes. What changed? Tina Peters admits she brought in a consultant to make a forensic copy of the Dominion voting system in Mesa County. I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. Voting machines in Georgia and Texas switch votes from one candidate to another. Virtually every machine was broken into. Ballot recording machines. Voting machines. 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 Voting machines. Voting machines. 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 Which are vulnerable to being hacked. There is no serious person out there who would suggest somehow that you could even rig America's elections. We've seen no evidence that any of our voting systems have been tampered with. The November 3rd election was the most secure. It was the most secure. Most secure. Most secure election in American history, period. The process is very secretive. These machines are built by private companies, which we don't have a right to know it goes on inside those. What did you see during the software update? We've uncovered something that they're afraid of. We didn't consider the machines. The information found there is the Rosetta Stone. They made a mistake mistake. and left the evidence in the machine. And you can hide it as well. It's only what the programmer tells you to say. 
it's literally like the difference between going from pickpocketing to credit card fraud. These people are being selected, not elected. It's about who gets to count the vote. Break down my door, terrorize my family. FBI, federal search warrant. What do you remember? Just my mom being handcuffed by the chief of police. This is not what we do in America. You could make it all go away, though. You just keep your mouth shut. You could have your life back. Can't unsee what I've seen. And Colorado. Clerk Tina Peters pleads not guilty. Tina? You know, they are, they're coming after me with everything they can. And, you know, I told my staff and I said from the beginning, we would have to lie to give them what they want. As long as you tell the truth, you don't have to worry about what you said. Nothing that I did was illegal. And, um, you know, in the movie, you'll see there was a, a gentleman that stepped up and, and said that I had stolen his identity. I didn't steal anyone's identity. And, um, but they will twist, they will twist this around to try it, to make it, it sound wait, like. Wait, 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 wait. As a, as a, as a former investigator, I got to ask you that one then. So if you stole his identity, what did you do with it? <laughs> well, they he said have... that I, that he, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. No, he knew exactly what his role was. His role was to protect the one who actually did do the image. Uh, this gentleman that did the image had it was a very top-level white hat who had uh, just busted, and I can talk about it now because everybody else has brought it out, uh, but I had, out of honor, I had promised him I would keep his identity secret. He had just busted one of the largest human trafficking rings in the world called Backpage. And I said, I will protect your identity. And so that's, and so they're, they're, they're hinging this whole thing on that someone else went in there with the, he went in there with someone else's badge. Well, this someone else that uh, got the badge went there willingly. He even bragged about, uh, I'm glad I can do this for, for my country. Even his wife bragged about it. Actually, to, to Laura Logan and our and, and our the people that were at um, in January at the um, at a breakfast that we were having at, at a hotel. Okay, so, so let me let know, me uh, let me let me fast forward a little bit, little bit. So you ran for Secretary of State for Co- the state of Colorado, and you were ahead in the polls, and everybody already predicted that you were going to win, and you lost with about a twenty five percent turnaround, right? Uh, you were ahead by 15% and you lost by how much? Well, you know, about, about 25%. So here, here's, here's the thing. Um, Emerald Robinson, uh, her, someone on her show, one of her investigators went and called the counties. There were 17 counties that the, the, the guy that was on there who nobody had ever heard of one over me. I'd lost in these counties and they go, we don't even know who that guy is. No, we voted for Tina Peters. We know our constituents. So it was so egregious how they flipped the vote. So in selection code, people yes. will get to see how that happens. Um, so then I went ahead and paid for uh, the supporters, you know, just, I just love, love, love the people. I always, you know, if I'm speaking on zoom, cause you know that the, the um, the DA and the the judge 
will not let me travel. They have, they're using against the Eighth Amendment, they are using the, uh, and you know what happened when I went to the, to the, um, uh, the, the Constitutional Sheriff and Peace Officers Association. They called me back, uh, because they, when I was speaking on stage at the event, they didn't like what yeah. I was saying. And then they issued a warrant for my arrest. Well, they have made it so that I cannot leave the state of Colorado. Now, I had to get special permission to go to my dad's funeral, which I'm, I'm, I'm here now, uh, out of state. I went to my dad's funeral who died the night that I was in jail. He died that night when I, when they were holding me in a filthy, cold, wet jail cell. Um, and you know, for what they accused me of was recording a court proceeding that was my, my chief deputies with a iPad. Well, this was a, a proceeding that anybody could have recorded because it was on WebEx, you know, and so they're making a big deal out of that. They, they came and they, they, they followed me to a uh, coffee shop after a commissioner's meeting. They delayed the commissioner's meeting just to get the warrant to go and, and accost me. I, we, me and five other, uh, uh, supporters walked one block away to a coffee shop that the DA's office investigators and armed police stormed that, that coffee shop, arrested me, terrorized the other five individuals that were there, handcuffed me, threw me, that's the, the in, in the movie that you see, put me in a police car, yeah. and then after a while left me, let me go. Well, in my opinion, when you handcuff somebody, you've arrested them, right? I mean, you can of tell course. me, I don't, of you course. know. <laughs> but yeah. then they let me, yes. then they let me go. And then I'm speaking in Aspen at, at, at for a GOP um, at a GOP luncheon, and one of the attorneys there says, "Tina, you better go home. You've got a warrant for your arrest." I went and tur- that's when I went and turned myself in, and they put me in that dirty, cold jail cell. Then they got then yeah. I mean they just keep piling it on. So um, this is what happens. But you know when you know that you're doing the right thing. You, you so just, what happened you, with you, what happened with the audit that showed that there was a, a complete reversal of all the numbers that had been issued? What happened with that? What happened? Well, there has not been an audit, so that's an interesting story, uh, Sheriff. Is that mm-hmm. so? We paid the two hundred fifty-six thousand dollars. It was two hundred thirty-six, and they tacked on another twenty thousand dollars. Guess for what? For Dominion to come in and and show and 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 demonstrate or demonstrate how to do the the test and the the audit. Well, here's the way it was supposed to happen that that didn't happen. The canvas board, not the clerk, not Dominion, not, you know, uh the election uh workers, but the canvas board, the Democrat and Republican canvas board are supposed to pick randomly pick a couple of the tabulators. So in our case, it's Dominion. Other other states, it's, it's, it's a different um, company. So they randomly pick. Let's just say you have eight of them. You pick one and four. Okay, then they have to go and get the voter. This is the law. The voter verified paper ballots. That means the ballots the people voted on that went through, right. in this case, those two tabulators. You hand count right. Those ballots, this is the test. If those ballots, that hand count, 
uh, corresponds and is the same as the machine count, then you can go ahead with the, the recount and, and, and do it through the machine. If there's any discrepancy, it has to be hand counted. Well, they used fake ballots. They didn't even use voter verified ballots. They used ballots that were filled out before the election in a, what they call a logic and accuracy test that tests the, the, the logic and the accuracy of the machine. Um, which that's another, that's another thing that'll be coming out, how fraudulent that test is. But they did not do this according to law, Sheriff Mack. And so because of that, now I have a claim against them for the, first of all, the money has to be returned and then there has to be a hand recount of all of Colorado. When that happens, when that happens, Sheriff Mack, that's going to, it, that's going to get rid of, of these machines all across the United States because there's no way, and we know that, and you know that, that there's no way that they're going to match up with the actual voter verified ballots, the paper ballots, not images. We don't want to use images because right. they've been changed and no. what the machine said. All right, ladies wow. and gentlemen, the so, images, though, can be used to prove that they've been changed. That's something that we can highlight. Selectioncode.com is where you can watch the movie for free. Was 2020 stolen, ladies and gentlemen? You ask. It's much deeper than that. You know what? Those who vote decide nothing. Those who count the vote decide everything. You say, what about those who code the vote? What if our leaders aren't actually being elected by us, but they're actually being selected? That's what's happening. You will not be able to unsee what you've seen if you watch this incredible selection code movie. Now, you pled not guilty, obviously, or you pleaded not guilty. Uh, what's the deal now? Are they trying to arrest you, or are they just trying to say sit there and rot? What are they trying to say, Tina? And let's verify well, one I other thing a... here. Sorry to interrupt, Tina. Uh, no. This all happened this year in the primary, correct? Yes. This happened just a, a couple months ago in the primary. Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Keep going. And, and, and see, just – you know, think about this. I think people need to understand this. It was a municipal election that caught my attention. So if they have been cheating and now they're all the way down to local elections, you know, every single person should be outraged and should be involved. And so now I have a, I have a, a court case in December where they took my husband away from me. 35, we would have been married 36 years one month later. The DA got involved while I was in in uh, Texas being protected after everything broke, August of, of 2021. And, you know, he has advanced dementia and Parkinson's disease. And I had taken oh, yeah. care of him until I could no longer take care of him. And he was in a nursing home. They went in there, had him sign a divorce decree, if you can imagine. And so, so I've lost all my veterans' benefits. You know, my, my health care in two months, I will be out of a job and, um, I have no health care. Uh, who, you know, who had, nothing. Your, who had your husband sign that? Well, that's what we're working on right now. So an estranged okay. sister, a strange sister that has never come to visit us in, in the, in, we've lived in Colorado for, since 1992, the same area had never come to visit. She is now trying to take my house. Uh, because they, they had her, she, she signed this power of attorney that is, that is not legal for a man who was, ha, has dementia. 
but everything no. is having to be fought out in the courts. So December, I have court dates. January, I have court dates. The big court date for the indictment is in March, the the, the first part of March. Um, and then then we have a, a, a federal grand jury that is has convened right now that we're going to have to face. So this fight is far from over. But you know what, Sheriff Mack? You know, this is something that uh, it's going to continue to bring out the truth. You know, what we have to go through is going to continue to to bring out the truth. My goodness, Tina, we we apologize to you uh, for all this happening to you. I can't imagine uh, it. It being any worse, I thought the attacks on Sam and me were horrible. This is, God bless you, Tina. Just absolutely, God bless you. I know uh, you feel of his strength, uh, or you wouldn't be able to put up with this and, and take this uh, the way you have. You've been an absolute stalwart. Uh, my heart is with you. Uh, my hat is off to you. Uh, may God protect you in all of this. Uh, thank you so much for what you have done for America. Thank you for the courage that you have shown. And and uh, we, wa- we want to stay close with you. That's why we had you uh, in Las Vegas at our uh, Constitutional Sheriff's Press Conference. Uh, thank you so much for your time today. We, we certainly want to keep in close touch with you. Uh, you. Maybe I need to hire my son to be your personal bodyguard. Uh, yeah, That's, I, this is just astonishing. Absolutely. Tina, astonishing. where are you now? Are they, are they making you on the run or are they just saying sit tight? We'll control where you go. Are they trying to arrest you? Are they trying to find you? What, what's kind of the status? They, they, they are, they, they harass me. They look for any, any, they have made my bond so restrictive that they're hoping that I will, they've already arrested me twice. Once for being at the, at, right. in Las Vegas at that convention and for uh, sending an email out to all the clerks. And, you know, I, I just have to say, I wear this uh, most all the time, and this is very dear to me. This, um, My son was a Navy SEAL, as many of you know, and, um, you know, I lost him in 2017. So the same blood that runs through his body runs through my body. And, uh, you know, you... you what is it you that you have? Up, what is that on your, this what is, is that on this your is necklace? The, this is the trident. This is the Navy SEAL trident that I wear. Oh, and okay. so, you know, we we are in a battle. People have to understand we are in a battle. Everybody was born for a time like this. There's a reason that you're born right now, that you're living through this time. And, you know, all I want to hear at the end of my life is the words, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen to that. We're flat out of time, ladies and gentlemen. Tina Peters, you can learn more about her and all that she's doing. Tina Peters for Colorado.com. Selection code. It's not election code. It's selectioncode.com to watch the movie. And I've got an interesting federal government right on the justice.gov website to tell you about next hour. Hang tight. If Planned Parenthood were what they publicly declare themselves to be, They would welcome transparency. We all know why they hide, because we know what they hide. We can confirm federal judges who follow the Constitution rather than reverse engineer their preferred policy outcomes. The truth about abortion is spreading because of advances in medical imaging, 
because of brave journalists, tireless activists, compassionate doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals. The rising generation of young Americans is the most pro-life in decades because they know too. And one day soon, we will reaffirm our nation's principles in their dignified fullness and avow once again that all men are created equal. All are entitled to life. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, a shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2,000mules.com. 2,000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman of the Good Sheriff, Sheriff Richard Mack with me, ladies and gentlemen. So, Sheriff Mack, I listened to Tina Peters' story. I listened to Mike Lindell's story. I listened to Greg Phillips' story. I listened to Catherine Engelbrecht's story. I listened to my story, or I pay attention to my story and your story. And look, the more we talk about election fraud, what I find fascinating is the more evidence we produce, and then they still run around and say, without evidence, no evidence, crazy conspiracy theorists. Vote deniers, and believe it or not, that was asked uh, to Carrie Lake in Arizona about the vote deniers, and she literally turned this around and slaughtered uh, those. She says, look, you guys are denying that votes are fraudulent. You guys are denying the evidence that we've produced. When Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht say, hey, man, they're storing data on Chinese servers, it's illegal, and everybody laughs and snickers and mocks in the mainstream press. And then the California, Los Angeles district attorney extradites the leader of Connick, Mr. Yu, from Michigan to California. I mean, Sheriff, do we need more proof than that? I mean, how much uh, proof do we got to have as citizens for crying out loud? No kidding, Sam. And this really surprises me that L.A. would even get involved in it. Uh, but they have. And wasn't uh, this guy a professor at the University of Michigan? You? Yeah. 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 And and uh, he's hired by the Chinese and he, he uh, pay, is paid by that. How do you say it? Conic? Yes. Yeah. And, and the company that d- did all this. And it's a Chinese company. And Sam, the training that you and I did uh, in Las Vegas with uh, True the Vote uh, had the proof that the Chinese were behind most of this. And this uh, uh, front company uh, that uh, actually did all the work in making sure that the election uh, was, uh, swung to uh, Biden, but many others. Uh, and it was a fraudulent election against uh, Tina Peters. Uh, hers, hers was probably the most 
a secure election in Colorado history. Uh, she had it by 15%, and she ended up losing by like 20 or so. Uh, just r- th- absolutely impossible. Numbers that absolutely were impossible to turn, but they turned it anyway because they had to get rid of her. And they've tried everything they can to get rid of her except kill her. And I'm telling you, if she dies suspiciously, I'm going to quit everything I'm doing, and I'm going to get a team of investigators, and we're going to follow through with investigating uh, her murder uh, because there is no way, there's no way we should be allowing this to happen. Uh, She got my emotions really running. This is such an outrage that is happening to her. Here she is, a, a Christian patriot trying to do what she's uh, been asked to do, and that is stand for the truth. And uh, he, here she's getting lambasted, arrested. Uh, her husband, who is incapable of divorcing her, uh, filed for divorce. Uh, and, and now her sister-in-law trying to take her home. This is absolutely an outrage. And, and yet these liars continue with the narrative and the talking points that they have coordinated with the White House. This was the most secure election uh, in, nation, in our nation's history. Prove it, because they can't. It's talking points to brainwash the American people into believing all this crap. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the headline says Carrie, the Republican Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake torpedoed talking points about her being a, quote, 2020 election denier by listing numerous examples of Democrats behaving like election deniers. And then it talks about the moment occurred during a campaign stop on Tuesday when a reporter asked Lake about uh reports that she's an election denier well anyway when we come back next hour i'm going to play that soundbite so you can hear exactly what happened carrie slaughtered them ladies and gentlemen they are in panic because they know with tina peters with the work of the cspoa with true the vote with carrie lake they are losing the game my fellow americans we need to ratchet up the pressure on the truth telling the truth now Hour one in the can. Thanks for you TV listeners at Brighteon.tv. Liberty Roundtable Live. Hour one in the can. Two coming up. The good sheriff, Sheriff Richard Mack at CSPOA.org, along with yours truly. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for October the 25th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two. And the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property to promote God, family, and country in the traditions of our founding fathers. 
Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the Constitution for the United States of America. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration as we use the checks and balances to restore the greatest country on the face of the earth. Last hour, we had uh, a simulcast of the Sheriff Mack show. Tina Peters was our guest. It was a barn burner broadcast, to say the least. They've been harassing her like no other because you know what? When you're over the target, you're catching flack, baby. That's the reality check. Judge now in court forces true the vote to name source of Connex Inc. poll worker. In other words, who's telling them all the details. You want more details on that, go check out texastribune.org for the details there. Uh, what a tragic situation, ladies and gentlemen. They're, what they're trying to do is just bottle this up and, and, and put the fear into Greg and, and Catherine and Tina and everybody else standing on integrity. Uh, the election code movie you really got to watch. It's a must-see. Selectioncode.com. And if you click up the top of there, it'll just flat out play the movie for free, folks. Uh, and the Selection Code movie follows Tina Peters throughout her whole uh, ordeal as running for um, running for uh, Secretary of State and then County Clerk. Was 2020 stolen? It's much deeper than that. What about those who code the vote? Yeah, what if our leaders aren't being elected elected by us, but rather selected? Selectioncode.com. you got to check it out. Uh, Cal- or C- Colorado clerk Tina Peters pleads not guilty. They're still after her, trying to destroy every aspect of her life. It is absolutely criminal what they're doing to her, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it is shocking. But understand uh, whether they're going after Greg Phillips or you or me. Well, they're even going after Carrie Lake. Republican Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake torpedoed talking points about her being an election denier by citing numerous examples of Democrats doing the same thing. The media got their head handed to them. Listen to this. You're going to start throwing around terms like election denier. Let's remember who the other election deniers were, Hillary Clinton and all the Democrats. Next question. The question is, you over the weekend, everybody, you took the Google all over the world. Your name was ringing everywhere. And one of them, yes, ma'am, because I have the scale. And one of them has, most of them were asking, is she uh, uh, an election denier, Carrie Lake? And that was like, like going around on all different cable news. What do you elaborate on this? I'm actually shocked you asked that question, George. <laughs> well, actually, Anthony, where's Anthony? Once in a while. <laughs> Here, Anthony. You know, I, I did a little. Actually, Anthony, Anthony, how old are you? Twenty. Are you a journalist? No. Well, you did better research than half these people. Um, let's talk about election deniers. Here's 150 examples of Democrats denying election results. Oh wow! Look at this. This is from. This is from uh, Joe Biden's press secretary. Reminder, Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Democrats saying that. Is that an election denier? Oh, look at this. Just heard Republican Ryan Costello said it would be difficult for Stacey Abrams to win because she lost her state bid, but yet she's still claiming she never lost. This is outright Hillary Clinton. Trump is an illegitimate president. Is she an election denier? This one says, was the 2016 election legitimate? It now definitely is a question worth asking. That's the Los Angeles Times. So it's okay for Democrats to question elections, but it's not okay for Republicans. It's a crock of BS 
Every one of you knows it. We have our freedom of speech, and we're not going to relinquish it to a bunch of fake news propagandists. If you want a copy of these, I'm sure that we're, Anthony would help you get a copy and help you learn how to be journalists, but look it up. It's been happening for a long time. Since 2000, people have questioned the legitimacy of our elections. And all we're asking is that in the future, we don't have that have to happen anymore. Okay. When I'm governor, excuse me, when I'm governor, we're going to make sure we have honest elections. We want the Democrats, the independents, and the Republicans to all know that their vote counted. We want fair, honest, and transparent elections. And we're going to deliver that for the people. But just remember, guys, this is one page after Hillary Clinton says George W. Bush was selected president, not elected. So let's start, if you're going to start throwing around terms like election denier, let's remember who the other election deniers were, Hillary Clinton and all the Democrats. Next question. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. She literally hands their heads to him. She singles out a 20-year-old guy that's not a journalist who gets the story right. Citizen reporters are making a difference, ladies and gentlemen. Look, they have lost the upper hand on this. When this all first started to come out, Americans weren't caught up. They weren't really uh, adept to what was happening, and they got led around by the nose by the mainstream press in bed with your criminal act actors in government, rogue agents in government. And people were kind of like, oh, my goodness. Now people are getting too savvy. The new media is absolutely taking center stage, and they're getting their heads handed to them everywhere they go. From 2,000 mules, you can mock Greg and Catherine and say they don't know what they're talking about. But they say that cell phone data was used to, you know, confirm uh, these people going by these um, election boxes over and over and over, or these drop boxes. Uh, and they, they literally said, oh, man, technology can't be used like that. And then I literally show a story in the mainstream press where the police did just that to stop a crime from happening uh, virtually real time. And so if it can work in one situation, how come it can't work in another? Well, they got caught lying by me. The mainstream press wasn't even trying to make that point. They were talking about something else, but they inadvertently let that reality check slip, backing Greg and, and uh, Catherine and shutting down anybody who's a, what, they must be election deniers, who deny that, hey, you can manipulate by stuffing ballot boxes. All right, so 2,000 mules vindicated on that reality check point. More, the FBI literally in court now has been given their head handed to them. The FBI now has been proven in court to have squashed stories on Hunter and Joe and literally telling Mark Zuckerberg and others in the media to not tell the story. Criminal activity, Operation Mockingbird resurfaces, if you will. And then the FBI also telling lies, intentional lies on Donald Trump, acting like they didn't really know the truth. They knew the whole time. They, along with Hillary Clinton, funded the Russian opposition dishonest research against Donald, and they got caught. Now, suppressing information on one candidate and promoting lies on another candidate and co-opting the media for that agenda, if that's not election fraud, folks, I don't know what is. But what takes the cake is Greg and Catherine said, yeah, they're storing election data on Chinese servers. And everybody went, no, that can't be crazy. Well, now the Los Angeles County District Attorney agrees so much so that he is arrested. Mr. Yu. Uh, and not only arrested him, but used extradition to take him from Michigan by force and bring him to Los Angeles. Now the evidence is there. And what they do now is they harass Carrie Lake and say, you're an election denier. 
Wow. Well, Barack Obama literally is caught on tape admitting that he knows there's election fraud. I play that soundbite all the time. I don't think I need to dredge it up again. I've played it so many times now. But, folks, we know this is happening. Well, it gets worse, if you will, because here's the latest headline that I want the good sheriff, Richard Mack, with me to respond to. Here is the headline, and this headline is from justice.gov. That's the Justice Department's website, right, Sheriff? Yes. Justice.gov, okay, because, you know, if you had a fraudulent Gov account, it wasn't really them, they'd come after you. So we know it's theirs. Here's what the headline says on their own website, and I have this in my notes so y'all can find it, okay? Here's the headline from your government on justice.gov. Justice Department, again, to monitor compliance with the federal voting rights laws on Election Day. So literally, this came out um, for what, 2020, I think it is? All right, now, the Justice Department says, Justice Department again to monitor compliance with the federal voting laws. So now you've got federal voting laws on the books. You've got the federal government tampering in elections blatantly admitted on their own website in 2020. And they say in the headline, again, which means they've been doing it before 2020, Sheriff. And every election cycle now, they're getting involved in more and more and more elections. As we claim election fraud, they say you're a liar. It's not true. You're a denier. But yet then they think the federal government somehow has authority or jurisdiction or the right to be involved on local and or state elections. Why, if there's no election problems or frauds, would they be involved at all? But they blatantly admit they're involved again in 2020. We've traced it back to at least 2016, possibly earlier, Sheriff. Your response to that headline from their own website. Absolutely. Uh, thank goodness, Sam, that we have the federal government coming to save our elections for us. What would Wait we a minute, do Hold without- on. The elections don't have any problems, the government and the mainstream press say. What have they got to save well, us from? It's, it's well, Sam, don't you? You haven't seen the report? <laughs> Out here in Arizona, uh, people who have been trying to do early voting and go to these voting receptacle bins to place their votes, uh, they're being harassed. Yeah, they're being filmed. And, and so it's making also almost impossible for these people to do it. Yeah, the propaganda machine for the Justice Department is running wild. Because they know we have the upper hand and they're about to get their heads handed to them. And once this comes out all the way, folks are going to start going to jail, just like Mr. You. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. 
Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. There is so much information here. It is shocking. And they know that we've got them on the ropes, ladies and gentlemen. That's why they are panicking so hard. They were hoping folks like Carrie would crumble, and she absolutely went after them like you wouldn't believe. And we're seeing more and more and more evidence of this uh, all the time. This is a crazy, crazy story. But look, folks, the Justice Department says they're getting, again, that's 2020, they're again going to monitor elections from the federal level. This is criminal activity, folks. What is the federal role in U.S. campaigns and elections? The answer is none. And Sheriff Mack, your court case proves it sir that is absolutely correct sam thank you very much uh yeah the the entire case that i filed was to stop the overreach of the federal government to try to put some limitations and restrictions on what they can do because sam the federal government believes that it is the judge of its own breadth of its own power only they can set any limitation on how much they can do, how far they can go, and how far their authority extends across the country. I said no to that. And I said you have no authority uh, to uh, commandeer the office of sheriff for federal bidding. We do not work for you. And, and it's, this was a, a, an innocuous, a, a, a minuscule issue compared to all that they have done and destroyed and stolen the power that they have usurped is not a good word enough powerful word it is stolen they have stolen this authority the states have gone along because of politics and money and so one small town sheriff said no this is enough 
And so it says in this decision over and over that the federal government cannot compel the states to enact or enforce a federal regulatory program. It cannot. In fact, it says they are not our boss. It says we have held, however, that state legislatures are not subject to federal direction. They cannot tell us what to do, Sam. We are not subject to federal direction. But the thing of it is, Sam, can the states go along willingly or politically or financially and monetarily? And that is yes, they do, because the federal government believes as long as they can share everyone uh, or, or share isn't the correct word. As long as they can pro propagandize and brainwash people into believing that they can do anything, then that is exactly what they will do. And they will tell people, you must follow our direction. You must follow the Department of Education, the Department of Labor, the de Department of uh, Transportation, all of those and many, many others. FDA, USDA. Yeah, you got to follow the no new department to created to handle the latest crisis of the day, huh, Sheriff? Yeah, exactly. that's what you got to do. Exactly. As long as they can create a crisis and and get everybody scared, oh yes, we'll come and save you. We have Dr. Fauci; he'll come and save you. And now we know all of that was a lie. And and so Sam. All right. So the bottom line is this Supreme oh. Court case, ladies and gentlemen, doubles down and proves it. And I'll give you a little more hint to prove it from a fundamental understanding of principles in the general government. In other words, in the United States Constitution, the logic, if you look at the Ninth and Tenth Amendments, says, hey, government, we delegate a limited authority to you. And that limited authority is divided between three branches of government. And so here's the list, branch one, branch two, branch three of what you can do. And, you know, whatever branch we tell you can do that, that does not mean the other two branches can do it. By nature, only the branches delegated the authority can do that. That's why there's separations. And everything we've left out, by the way, Ninth, Tenth Amendment, everything we did not list here, you cannot do by nature, by reality. So you tell me where in the U.S. Constitution does it say that government, federal, if you will, can tamper with, be involved in, consider, oversee, monitor, whatever you want to say, uh, elections on the state and on the local level. The answer is it cannot do so. And every election is a state matter. Even the general elections are state matters, not federal government matters. Go read your Constitution if you don't believe me. All right, so what is the federal role in U.S. campaigns and or elections? The answer is zero. Nada. None. But now the Justice Department blatantly admits on their website as far back as 2020, we're going to monitor and, and, and work, monitor compliance with federal, quote, voting right, whatever, acts. Oh, yeah, they passed a law on the federal level. Hey, Congress doesn't have the right to pass a law. They don't have authority to pass that law. So you got to understand they can't make any law they want to, right? They can't make a law that anybody under 5'5 five five just gets killed. We don't like short people. If you remember the old day, short people got no song, right? They don't have the right to do that. The, the federal government has no right to make a law regarding state and local elections. But now the federal government's illegally monitoring compliance with some arbitrary law they passed. It's called pretend legislation if you consider the Declaration of Independence. Now, it gets worse. 
because here's the next headline to prove our point. We claim things are illegal and unconstitutional and they mock and laugh and ridicule, but when the rubber hits the road, here's what it says. Ready? An upstate New York judge. She's in Saratoga County. She's a Supreme Court justice, by the way. Her name is Diane Freestone, Sheriff. And she rules, quote, voting by mail due to COVID fears is unconstitutional. Ruling furthermore orders New York election boards to stop counting absentee ballots early. Now listen, in the 28-page ruling, she ordered them to stop counting ballots they've already received and to preserve them until after election day on November the 8th. Think about it. And then it says, or after the resolution of a lawsuit filed by Republicans in the state. The ruling, and then they say, does not relate to ballots that have already been counted. In other words, it doesn't make them go backwards. It just stops them going forwards. Think about that, Sheriff. This voting because of COVID by mail is unconstitutional, which means, listen, that the 2020 election, all the ballots that got submitted by mail because of fears of COVID, it's not unconstitutional now that COVID's over, according to Joe Biden, don't you know? Uh, It was unconstitutional then, just as it is now, sir. That is the quintessential point. We need to absolutely slaughter Anybody who talks about an election denial with this reality. This judge says it's unconstitutional, Sheriff. That's exactly what we've been saying since the beginning. <laughs> yeah, Sam, once again, uh, we are proven correct. Uh, even though we've been uh, forced through the uh, government and media strainer uh, as much as we have, Man, there's all sorts of stuff out there about the CSPOA and me and you and and how we are so radical. And, um, uh, man, I'll tell you, it's astonishing. But And then time to Me and old Patrick, a.k.a. Henry. Me and me, me and old Patrick, a.k.a. Henry. Me and old Tom, a.k.a. Jefferson. Me and old George, a.k.a. Washington. You know, the crazies that created the greatest country on the face of the earth. And we want to keep it that way. That's all. You you know, another thing that I was slammed is my quote from uh, Barry Goldwater. Because every time they call us radical, I said, extremism in defense of liberty is no vice. And they act like that is a horrible thing to say extremism in defense of liberty is no vice and yet they would have applied that to getting rid of slavery but they don't want to get they don't want to say that though when you're talking about government overreach or government taking care of us of course we had to have Fauci of course we had to have uh, the CDC and the and the WHO World Health Organization. Of course, we needed those and the United Nations taking care of the world's health problem because the world is dying. Millions are dying of the COVID nineteen or the coronavirus, whichever one it originally was, uh-huh. and then all its variants, you know, scaring people and shutting down our schools. And now, guess who has? Yeah. The worst math scores now in the world. 
Now the Republicans, though, have sued Google over email scam or spam filters. So the Republicans have sued. The RNC has sued Google over email spam filters, according to the AP. Yeah, Google contends that its algorithms are designated to be neutral, but a study proves otherwise. I'll tell you about that in seconds on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Overnight, an Amazon delivery driver was found dead in a yard after a suspected mauling by two dogs. The body of the unidentified Amazon worker was found in a yard on a property in the Wood Heights area of Excelsior Springs, Missouri. That's northeast of Kansas City. Associate Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas on Monday temporarily blocked a grand jury in Georgia from subpoenaing Senator Lindsey Graham over a phone call with Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger after the 2020 election. Murderer Scott Peterson has been moved off death row more than two years after the Supreme Court in California overturned his death sentence for killing his pregnant wife two decades ago in San Francisco Bay. Peterson was moved last week from San Quentin State Prison north of San Francisco to Mule Creek State Prison east of Sacramento. A state judge is now considering if Peterson deserves a new trial after the justices separately said his jury may have been tainted by a biased juror. Israeli media is reporting the Israeli Air Force destroyed an Iranian drone factory in Syrian territory during a bombing raid Saturday. The parts were manufactured in Iran and then secretly shipped to Demas in the southern area of Syria. An armed teenager broke into a St. Louis high school Monday morning, fatally shooting a teacher and a teenage girl and wounding seven others before being killed in a shootout with police. Speaking at a news conference Monday afternoon, police chief Michael Sack identified the 19-year-old shooter as Orlando Harris, who graduated from Central Visual and Performing Arts High School last year. Chief Sack. You know, one of the challenges that, that law enforcement and employers and others face is uh, individuals who suffer from mental illness. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-568-2790. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-568-2790. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. 
upstate New York judge in Saratoga County. She's a Supreme Court justice. Her name is Diane Freestone. To all you thugs out there that say we don't have any evidence. She rules that voting by mail due to COVID fears is unconstitutional. Now, we've been telling you that from the start. Uh, A.K.A. you thugs that are claiming we claim that election fraud's happening without evidence. And we tell you that the data is stored on Chinese servers illegally. Uh, don't beat up Catherine Engelbrecht and our dear friend Greg Phillips. Don't dare beat them up. Go to the district attorney in Los Angeles County, one of the biggest counties in the country, and you talk to the DA who arrested and extradited Mr. Yu over the criminal activity that we pointed to and they mocked us for. They literally mocked us in the New York Times one day and had to admit we were right literally the next day. Folks, we are gaining the upper hand. Don't let them let you believe any different, folks. Now the Justice Department literally admitting they're monitoring compliance and manipulating elections it's on their own Justice Department website, and they said that in 2020, but they say they're going to do it again back in 2020. How many times have they done it? And uh, look, we need to have somebody file lawsuits to investigate exactly what does their, listen, what does their monitoring and compliance consist of? Does that mean flipping votes? Is that how they monitor and comply? You're going to comply with who we want to win or else? You know, what's the deal? We don't really know, but every time we say something, they mock us, and over time, we become vindicated. Tina Peters and others have proven this over and over and over again. And the election code, or I'm sorry, the selection code movie, not election, selection code movie, really highlights this reality. Selectioncode.com to watch the free movie. All right, Sheriff, you ready for this one? Yes, sir. You're going to love this. It's not on elections, though. Vaccination status is a new, quote, compatibility test on dating apps. Turns out that if, uh, if a guy goes on there and he sees a girl and then one of the things he asks her is, are you vaccinated? And if she says yes, he dumps her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You want to know why? Yeah, I do. Because if they start to get a little intimate and everything and she starts shedding vaccine all over him, he yeah. can't be having that. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, I won't go into more details. This is family radio. But I'm, I'm, just, oh my gosh. I'm just telling you, it's just insane. So it, yeah, it's it's not SDD anymore. It's, it's Vax. And, yeah, you might uh, COVID okay. all over me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh my mean to laugh, ladies and gentlemen. I realize this is serious. I stuff. do. I, I, I really do. But, folks, no, when you see that, you just go, are you kidding me right now? It's too stupid <laughs> not to laugh at that. All right, now check this out. I talked to Dr. Scott Bradley yesterday on Liberty Roundtable Live, and we talked about, I don't know if you know, but unconstitutional criminal activity continues for over 77 long years. How, you may ask? How much longer must we endure this? But it turns out that it was on the 24th of October, 1945, when the U.N. Charter was first implemented with signatories from the majority of the member countries, including the five what they call Permanent Security Council members. Um, anyway, they say the agreement reached between this, these countries is what led to the United Nations. Um, here's the question, Sheriff. We're worried about the feds getting involved in elections. Now they're saying that the United Nations might get involved in elections. 
Yeah. Because you got to uh, make well, sure they're I, honest, sir. Even though we don't have any election problem or any election fraud, you're crazy and you're a denier. We better get the election UN folks in to make sure that they're all cool. Well, I mean, I you you've brought this up, and I and we have assailed this practice uh, quite extensively, and that is the Maricopa County Recorder's Office uh, uh, announced proudly that they sent out 1.5 million ballots in the mail for people to mail back or to drop off in a voter receptacle around uh, the entire county. So you have to ask yourself a question. How do they verify the veracity of those votes? And the answer is they don't. Uh, They claim that they match signatures because when you do a, a ballot in the mail, yes, you do have to sign your name. And that has to match. Are you saying that they have enough people to check uh, signatures and say my signature is very different depending on how I'm feeling? Uh, so if I'm uh, nervous or I'm hungry, uh, my hand will shake a little bit. If if I'm really relaxed and whatnot, I'll do it. Or if it's a ballpoint pen, or if it's more of a felt type pen. It'll come across uh, not totally different, but different. And so you're going to tell me that they're going to uh, check 1.5 million. No, I'm not going to discuss that with you. I'm just going to tell you you're a denier. I'm an election denier. yeah, because yeah. that way, see, we don't have to debate the facts and the thing. I can just slaughter you in the in the media, in, in the public opinion. You're just a crazy conspiracy, whacked out denier. You, you oh, yeah, probably believe think. that sheriffs have authority too, don't you? <laughs> yeah, not not the one in Mesa, Colorado. <laughs> he he, <laughs> he has to do it. He has to do whatever the district attorney. Now, now, Tina said district attorney. I don't know wh- why in rural Colorado they would have a district attorney and a county attorney. I've got to check into yeah. that because that, that well, doesn't make I, sense. Well, I just think that the county attorney, they often call a DA. Yeah, but she, she I call it the CA. She goes, no, it's the DA uh, on our right. show today. And I go, what? Right, but I'm just saying so, they still call uh, they still call a county attorney a lot of times. The yeah, DA. they do, but it sounds I like know to me factually you're. I know factually there's a difference, but I'm telling you they do. Yeah. Right? Well, so I, I don't know. I just find it very strange. On one hand, there's no election fraud. On the other right. hand, Democrats have called for election fraud as much, if not more, than Republicans over the years. Uh, I know that in the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, they can say what they want to, but folks, remember, Google now is in a lawsuit with the Republican National Committee. And Google contends that its algorithms are designated neutral. But a study released by North Carolina University found that Gmail was far more likely to block messages from conservatives. Okay? Mm -hmm. 10% for left-wing candidates, while marking 77% of, quote, right-wing candidates. So the study proves Google faults and lawsuits underway over this very issue. So if it's just a few whacked-out folks like Carrie Lake and Sam Bushman and Catherine and Richard and a few of us, how come the whole RNC is suing over this very point, Sheriff? Yeah. Well, at, at least the RNC is doing something worthwhile. But usually they're <laughs> just usually they're just doing the same thing, talking points and doing anything to 
promote the Republican Party and oh, we're going to save you. The 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 point there is the Republican Party has had plenty of opportunity to save our country, to get rid of deficit spending, to get rid of the Federal Reserve, to get rid of the IRS, to get rid of the abuse and corruption of Washington D.C. And they all participate in it big time. Now, uh, here's what we see, Sheriff. The government in yeah. recent years, the last probably 20, 30 years, that's relatively recent, right? Mm-hmm. In the last 20, 30 years, what the government has been famous for is blowing up a given industry or a given sector of society and then mm-hmm. remaking it in a tyrannical state. Let me give you an example. They bombed the towers, 9-11. And out right. of it, we got Homeland Security, and out of it, we got all these um, – you know, homeland terrorism, domestic terrorism laws, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. You got the FISA courts. You've got the uh, et cetera. It just goes on and on. Then they blew up the real estate industry, and government literally took over and has a heavy hand in that with much, much more regulation than they ever had had. Then they blew up a bunch of industries under COVID. Now what they're doing is blowing up the voting industry. Uh, and everybody's claiming fraud, and they're denying fraud. But the more they deny fraud, the more we prove fraud. Eventually, what you'll get is you'll get federal government and or international folks in the middle of our elections. Write it down. This is a pattern that I'm seeing, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, They don't care about the truth. They know the truth. They don't even care if the truth comes out later. Because what the, what we're saying they know is true. Okay. And so they're doing this. They're blowing up every industry. They blew up the whole medical industry over COVID. Now they're blowing up the voting industry. I don't know what's going to be next, but every industry they blow up in the Hegelian dialectic, hey, there's vote fraud. No, there's not. You're crazy. Well, in the middle of it then comes the truth, and eventually government comes out of it with much, much greater control than they've ever had before. Do you see the pattern? Yeah, no kidding. Well, we sure do see the pattern, Sam. Political corruption and political crimes and crimes of this administration. Well, and I want to talk about COVID because there's a few tidbits you may not know about that I want you to be able to respond to as well relating to the Coco scandal. Uh, We've been telling you about that since the beginning and telling the truth as well. This is Truth Telling Radio with the good sheriff Richard Mack at CSPOA.org. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. 
and the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, folks, it's Sam Bushman and the good sheriff, Richard Mack, CSPOA.org on your radio. And I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, COVID because we've told the truth from the start on COVID, ladies and gentlemen. We've told you it's a fraud. We've told you not to get the vaccines. We've told you, we've told you, we've told you. And now even one of the leaders of Pfizer literally admitted over in the UK that they never did any testing uh, on if it was, uh, you know, to prevent the spread of COVID. They didn't do any testing. They just assumed that. Turns out they were blatantly wrong. The executive admitted admitted it. Joe Biden said that you won't spread the disease. That's why they said, hey, if you're not vaxxed, you can't even go into public. But if you're vaxxed, you can. Well, they lied and got caught at all that. But now we're starting to get more and more people to stand up, Sheriff, and their lies are starting to become so ubiquitous, so um, pervasive on every single topic to where Americans are starting to wake up and say, no, we're not falling for that anymore. And so the latest is that a funeral director from New Zealand, his name is Brenton Faithful is his name. He says that 95% of the corpses that he has been seeing have received a COVID-19 vaccine within two weeks of passing away or two weeks of their death. Uh, The Epic Times has the piece. And he says from the very moment these injections went into people's arms, the death rate soared beyond belief. They labeled them all as, quote, COVID deaths, but the reality is they were almost exclusively the people who were vaccinated. Uh, that's what John O'Looney told the Epic Times. He's a physician. Uh, and then Dr. Sanjay uh, Verma is a cardiologist practicing in California. He backs up the claim and says, we've been seeing all kinds of heart problems, all kinds of death, all kinds of uh, spike protein problems. Um, There's autopsies proving all this. This is beyond debate and getting worse, they say. Uh, And Dr. Joseph Mercola then speaks out on some good news with this. But first, let's take on that. Now you've got literally undertakers coming out and going, hey, man, we're seeing death everywhere. And we're seeing in the body when we do the autopsies or when we do the embalming and everything else, we see the telltale signs over and over of COVID vaccine. Was the death culprit? Sheriff? Yeah, but Sam, the other point, though, is you and I know people who were vaxxed a year ago who really have relatively no health issues. Yep. You ready for the doctor's explanation on this? 
Yeah, I do. They've been intentionally distributing distributing placebos along with. They put these vaccines under telescopes now, and they absolutely oh. look different based on the batches. And when somebody dies, they've been able to now trace the batch number back to a lethal dose, and they've been able to trace other uh, vaccine batches back, uh, and there's no harm whatsoever. They're convinced that placebos were distributed along. So if you're like a, oh, let's say you're a leader of the Mormon church or somebody else, you might have got a placebo because, of course, then nobody, none of those guys will die, right? Right. And so they're able to control this and play games here, And but we're seeing more and more and more death. There's over 40,000 deaths. Uh, that's on the VARS database now. You say, who is that according to? Dr. Kerry Madej who will be speaking at Red Pill with you coming up on November the 12th and 13th in Salt Lake City. Uh, but Carrie Madej, she's an osteopathic and an internal medicine doctor. She's originally from Dearborn, Michigan, and she received her medical degree from Kansas City University uh, of Medical Biosciences in 2001, etc. She was on the show with us. Um, and she wants to practice the truth in medicine. Anyway, she'll be speaking at the Red Pill, but she came out and said, look, there's over 40,000-plus deaths on the VARS database now, and everybody knows that you can't just accept that number as it is. It's really probably 10, 20-plus times that. And so the evidence is coming out, Sheriff. They can't stop it. The truth is coming out, and they're getting caught in their lies. We need Nuremberg trials, Sheriff, and we need them fast. Yeah, no kidding, and and, and you brought up the, the LDS church, um, and I, I still don't know how to reconcile that they actually sided with government propaganda and saying that the vaccine had proven to be safe and effective. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, I believe in the doctrine of that church, but, uh, but you and I have been members of that church our entire lives. I have had the biggest struggle with uh, the leaders of that church, the leaders of our church, my church, coming out and supporting that evil and and the propaganda scheme uh, that has been uh, uh, perpetrated across the world, uh, and the church joined that. And, and I still struggle greatly with that because I do believe in that church, but I do not believe. I believe what the leaders of the church did was wrong and evil uh, not just wrong but it was evil and so uh, i do state that uh, truth uh, and i say that truth is is yes my opinion but i just don't see where there's any other way to look at it and it has uh, really shaken my faith uh, and it has really super disappointed me uh, and I haven't, I haven't known how to handle this. Uh, I Here's just, how you handle it, in my opinion. I don't have you know what? The propaganda is so pervasive, so strong. The education that doctors and lawyers get, the information that people get is so varied and so different. Uh, the uh, trust factor that you have for certain things and certain people is so high that, you know what, you just got to realize that people are doing the best they can in a very difficult environment of deception dishonesty, uh, immorality. Most of the nation, when they first said, hey, you know what, 14 days to flatten the curve, most Americans, almost to a T, with very few exceptions like you and me, but they were all going, okay, no problem. 
But as people see more and more and more evidence, they're starting to push back and say no. And you wonder what the church leaders would have to say now. But you know what? They're not going to publicly eat crow on it. They already took the vaccine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So just understand that we need to think for ourselves. We need to turn to Christ. We need to let the Holy Ghost be our guide. We can have the Spirit of God. We can get on our knees and pray, and he can answer prayers. And just be stable in your own understanding and obey what God tells you to do and not to do, and you will be fine, my friends. But there's an interesting tidbit now. This is solutions-oriented to round out the hour, Sheriff Mack. Mm-hmm. Dr. Joseph Mercola is speaking out boldly now, and he says simple nasal wash reduces risk of COVID hospitalization. Rinsing your nasal passages with a saline solution within 24 hours of a COVID-19 diagnosis could reduce your chances of being hop- hospitalized by 8.5-fold. And so you ask, why hasn't that been mentioned by doctors and physicians and everybody else? Because of money. But 8.5-fold, that's 800-plus times um, less likely that you'll go to the hospital. Now, we had on a guy, the CEO, I can't remember his name right now, of a group called Clear. Spelled with an X, Clear. And Clear is a nasal rinse like this. And literally the FDA is suing him because he made that claim. A couple of years ago, Sheriff, when this first came out, I've had him on the radio several times. He's a very nice guy. And now we're getting evidence that he was spot on right in the FBI. I'm sorry, the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, trying to shut him down. But the truth is coming out, Sheriff. Yes, it is. It is. And it, it still is something I uh, am, am extremely interested in, uh, not just because of the church leaders that came out erroneously uh with the supporting the propaganda but with my own family members my my two children who have taken the backs uh three or four of my grandchildren that have uh, and okay by uh, the way his name is nathan jones just so you know the ceo of clear some jones, people know okay, yes good to know and so i i'm very interested in it because i've been worried about uh my daughter and her husband and uh their oldest child and and so that there was placebos there makes a lot of sense. But I guess we don't know who got the placebos and who didn't unless you go do uh, a thorough blood test, I guess. But it, and I don't really even know. I don't even know if you can know even then necessarily because people are shedding and people are getting sick even from the shedders now. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the numbers that you brought up earlier uh, from New Zealand. Uh, are astonishing, and uh, those numbers are still being manipulated and covered up in the United States. Uh, and I, I still believe that, just as you said, there should be uh, Nuremberg trials uh, on the doctors and the liars on this. And uh, Senator Rand Paul has been pointing this out for the last two years, that Fauci is a liar and should be uh, investigated. And, of course, the FBI is too busy going after President Trump to really get after some of these other uh, very vital investigations. And as you said, as you pointed out the last couple of hours, the FBI is totally corrupt and they've been part of the election fraud. They have promoted election fraud and uh, they have uh, inserted themselves in the dishonesty of so many different elections, primarily Donald Trump's, but there's been many others. Uh, How could they not? investigate what happened to Tina Peters. 
How could they not? But they're going after her, not the fraud that got her unelected. Astonishing. That's what we're literally seeing everywhere. You can expect more of it, Sheriff. But understand, the more we tell the truth, the more we stand on truth, the more we shall be vindicated. And it's happening faster and faster is the good news, right? Absolutely. And and I'm I'm proud to say that I have someone who has integrity and it, I totally trust. And that would be Kerry Lake for governor of the great state of Arizona. Uh, and I pray that people will wake up. She's running against uh, a, a very ignorant uh, mainstream Democrat who has been part of the problem, who uh, does not believe in herself enough to attend a debate between her and Carrie Lake. She does not believe in herself. Why should I believe in her? She doesn't have the guts, the courage, or uh, the personal self-respect or belief in herself enough to go in front of the entire state. These are my beliefs, and... uh, Carrie Lake uh, is is not the quality that I am. She obviously does not want to stand next to her because standing next to her will prove to everyone that she's not the right candidate. So at least she's smart enough not to stand next to Carrie Lake. Uh, but here you go. She doesn't believe in herself. Why should we believe in her? And Sam, I, I have to say about politics. Are you really kidding me? that the people of Pennsylvania will vote for Fetterman over Dr. Oz. He wears a sweatshirt. He wears a hoodie everywhere. And he is, oh my God, he ought to dress up like Frankenstein for Halloween because he already looks like him. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the truth shall set us free is the point of these last two hours. We are standing in the gap for God, family, and country. And every day more evidence comes out that absolutely vindicates us and proves to you the media, the mainstream media in bed with your government has gone rogue and criminal. And it's only we the people can bring it back to constitutional center. We beg for your support and help. CSPOA.org, LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. America.